take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, 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 Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 5, the season about marketing, Chapter 6. Today we're going to hear two short lessons from the course, the online course, Dance Floor Experiences Blueprint. The Dance Floor Experiences Blueprint is one uh, of, our, of the courses of the Balloon Artist College, and uh, these uh, two lessons are all about marketing and being unique and so we'll start with some basic fundamentals concepts of marketing and i will uh, talk with you after this lesson so enjoy a free lesson from the paid course dfeb let's go right into it now let's talk about marketing. The material that I'm sharing with you is actually a part of what I teach in the MAPC, the Modern Automated Balloon Business Course. So I hope you enjoy it. This is actually you know, basic fundamentals about why people buy stuff, what are the benefits that they're interested in, and what is a transition. So first of all, about value exchange. Every time that someone buys something from any provider, they are not just buying it because they feel like it. There is always a problem, underlying problem. And a problem is something real, something that people want to fix. Every time there was an exchange of money between a person and the business, it was because there was a problem and there was a provider of a solution to that problem. And that solution provider is you. In our case, the dance floor experiences are a fix to a very annoying problem. And the problem is that events are special, they are meaningful to our lives, and at the same time, they all seem the same. We go to an event, we eat, we talk, we dance, and we go home. Every time the same way. But with dance floor experiences, you can add something special to the event because the event itself is special to your customer. Let's make it also special for their guests. Because your customer knows that this event is so special to them, it's painful for them to know also that it's not so interesting to their guests, that it's not as special for their guests. So by you being able to create a match between how much the customer and how much their guests think that the event is special, you're actually fixing the problem of fear that the event will be boring for the guests of the event. This is the problem that you're fixing. So you're actually providing value to your customer. You're a problem solver. You're fixing a problem for your customer. Now, people, when they buy stuff, they don't care about features. They don't, take a, they don't care about the fact that you are using high-end 
compressors or equipment, that you're using the best balloons in the world, that you've invested a lot of time in your education, that you're paying taxes, that you are um, uh, networking and investing time in marketing and money in courses and education. All of that doesn't matter at all. And even your customers don't care about features of the actual service, like you're providing 24 different hat designs and you are matching the colors correctly and you are preparing it all in advance or not in advance. All of those features of the actual service, they don't care about those as well. The main thing that people care about is the problem and the solution to the problem. So this is why you need to talk in marketing and specifically when marketing DFEs, you need to talk about the benefits of your service. The benefits were explained before, stuff like the memories that it creates, the compliments, the actual experience. In fact, we are calling this dance floor experiences and not, I don't know, balloons for dance floors because it's not about the balloons. Sure, it's dance floor experiences with balloons or from balloons, but the main important thing is that you will serve your customer, that you will fix their problem, and that is something you do with experiences and not, from, and not with balloons. So always, when you're talking with a customer, make sure you, you start by talking about benefits, even on your copy, on your website, or on a flyer, or on your emails. Emphasize the benefit on, of anything you do. Sure, you need to sometimes provide the details about the features. You need to show what's different in your service. But you must first give the context. And the context is the benefit in the eye of your customer. Finally, I want to emphasize about the transition. Every time you're providing a service or a fix to a problem, you're actually creating a transition in the life of your customers. What type of a transition? Well, there are four types of transitions that you can provide to your customer in their life. The first transition is the transition in what they have, in what they own. So before they booked you for the dance floor, what they had is they had a boring event and a boring upcoming event. Their event is going to be the same as everyone. Some dancing, some talking, some food. But after booking you, they had like the recipe of success. They had an event that people talk about. So the have of before and after is before, like right now, before booking me, you have an event that is like everyone else's event. But after booking me, you're going to have an event that everyone talks about. So you will be able to be relaxed and enjoy the event while knowing that you're going to uh, in harvest and enjoy some compliments. The second transition that you can provide to your customer is in how they feel. Before the event, they feel stressed. They feel like their event is going to be like every other event out there. But after booking you, after enjoying your services, they feel great. They feel like they are smart because they made a good choice. They feel like they are uh, popular because they are getting tons of compliments. And they even feel like they, they are artistic because they chose an artistic service 
which designed their dance floor to be prettier. So in many aspects, their feeling is improved and that feeling is something you need to portray to them and help them understand. They are not just getting the event to be interesting, they're going to feel the benefit of the event being interesting. They're going to feel better. The third transition that you are bringing to your customer is about the average day. A lot of people forget about how important it is that your service will provide value not just in the event, but after the event on the average day of your customer. When you're providing a good service to your customer, their average day is different. Their average day used to be boring. They sat in work and they drank their coffee and they were alone. And after the event, after your service, when they are drinking coffee in work, which is a part of their average day, they are actually enjoying a different experience. They are talking with their co-workers, they are showing pictures from the balloons in the event. They are talking about the balloons, they are talking about you. So, if you can portrait the average day and the change in the average day to your customer, then it will be something that they will be convinced by. Average day where I use it, I use it either with coffee breaks or with falling asleep. So an average day includes every day that you need to fall asleep. But if you fall asleep and you're worried, then you don't sleep well. And when you don't sleep well, you're cranky and stressed throughout the entire day only to get to the end of the day and again not fall asleep because you don't have a solution to your problem. So by talking about the sleep habits of your customers, I have the ability to portray in an emotional invoking way about the benefits of the event. The fourth transition that you provide with your services and specifically with the DFE service is the social status of your customer. This is actually important and you can use that and leverage that when you talk with your customers because it will convince them that it's not just that you hire a balloon artist and pay him by the hour because you're providing real value that comes in four different ways. And the fourth one is the, their social status. Look, people that hire you become heroes in their societies, in their environment, in their work. If it's a corporate environment and they booked you, because of you, because of the compliments, you're actually helping your customer get a raise or maybe be promoted or even just considered as promotion material. I say that to my customer. I know it's a little bit, you know, uh, Israeli chutzpah, but I tell it, I say to my corporate customers, look, I think that if you book me, you're going to get a raise and a promotion because people are going to compliment about it and the CEO is going to see all of those compliments and feel them. So for a corporate customer, talking about the status is talking about their status in the corporate ladder. But for a customer that is private, there is still something to be talked about on the social status level. Because every mom would love to be super mom and every dad wants to be super dad. When you're getting compliments from your neighbors, from the parents of your kids' friends, 
from your friends, from your family, from your mom, when you're getting compliments from all of those people, it actually creates an improvement on your social status. People now think highly of you. They think you know how to throw an event. So your customer social status improves by booking you, no matter what is the type of the customer. I hope you will have a think about it. Think about the value exchange and how you're actually a provider of solutions because solutions are more important than I do balloons for an hour. Think about the benefits of your service and put yourself into the shoes of your customers. Think about what they care about and make sure you provide solutions that actually provide benefits for your customers. And remember the four transitions, the transition of the have, the feel, the average day, and the social status. And use those when you pitch any service and especially the dance floor experience service. Zivi Kivi here, back to live uh, after listening with you guys to this lesson. And there's a few takeaways that are really important. The, the, the whole notion of, you know, understanding what are the, uh, the problems that you're fixing with your service. And also understanding that the benefits are the things that interests your customers. And this, uh, there were a few examples that I really liked about the benefits of a dance floor experiences. And that's like when we create a lot of balloons for people that dance. This is not a decoration uh, course. It's more about um, entertainment in the dance floor uh, with balloons. The whole notion of a transition and how to explain a transition in your service to your customer is the topic of this episode, of this chapter. And that's basically the idea of the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect is really like the most important thing in your business right now because that's why people hire you. It's because they start kind of like a caterpillar in their life and you can change them, you can transform them into a butterfly. Try to, to think about it. Have a think about that. What are you changing in the life of your customer? How are you making them look pretty and like a butterfly and become something that is magnificent and can fly? Um, you do those things every day. And even even on the smallest of transactions with your customer, you're improving their lives and make them, making them look good. And, and talk about that with your customers. Let them see that and let them see that you know that because it will totally change the relationship between you and your customer, knowing that you are going to make them into a butterfly, knowing that you are here to serve them. I talk about business a lot with my older daughter. She's 10 years old these days. And uh, we, we talk about, you know, I make her memorize how every business has two goals. And one of them is that uh, the goal is to fix problems. And the other one is to serve an audience, a specific audience. And if you don't have those two in your business, then you don't understand what is the goal of business. It's not about making money. Uh, it's about serving people, specific people even, and about s fixing problems. But lately I've been talking with her how, how um, there are different type of businesses 
there are successful businesses and uh, less successful businesses. So it's not enough just to understand what is a business. You also might want to be successful. And being successful requires solving problems that are more specific. So there are like two different ways to explain um, the problems that you're fixing. One is... On like it's like a graph with with an x and a y vector, so the x is going to be how much the problem is felt, okay, so let's say on the left side, the problem is not really felt, and on the right side of the x um vector uh the problem is very felt, the problem that you can solve, and on the y vector, we have the the importance of that problem that you're fixing, right? So some problems are not so important and some problems are really important in your life. On the left bottom side of the vector, you know, the first quadrant, uh, you have problems that are not felt and not important. Um, you know, fixing those type of problems will not make you successful, okay? Um, on the top left uh, quadrant, You have problems that are not felt, but that are very important, okay? This is not going to be an easy sell for you if you sell solutions for problems that are not really felt. So see how important it is to talk with the customer, to listen to him, to understand what they feel as the problem. You might feel... Like your solution is all about experiences, and they if your customer is not feeling the need for experiences but they need actually memories, then the exact same solution for a very important problem, which is like how to make your uh, wedding unique um but the felt angle of that problem is different between what you think and what your customer think. So you need to listen to your customer. You need to ask them, why is it important for you that, that this will be you know, unique? And on the third quadrant, on the right side in the bottom, those are problems that are not important, but people really feel the need to fix them. This definitely is a good place to consider. Uh, because even though the problem is not very important, people really need uh, feel the need to fix those problems. So for example, if you're selling a, a candy cup in a market in a market uh, and people see it and they feel like, oh my God, I'm hungry, I want those candies and it looks wonderful. And yeah, it's not really important that they are buying candy cups, but you're, like you're not making them into a huge butterfly, but it is, still f something that they really feel they need. So, you know, talking on w when you're fixing those th type of problems, you should use, you know, copy and creative that is more like uh, encouraging um, the gut feeling, encouraging like a decision of the moment and stuff like that. And of course, there is the fourth quadrant, the, the superstar mega quadrant, where, you know, if you can be a business that solves very important and felt problems, then you are going to be successful. You will be, you know, something that, uh, you, you will be a business that, that really changes lives in a big way. And so I encourage you, I encourage you not just to think about what you can do. 
listen to the market, listen to the people around you, to that audience that you've decided to serve, and see if, you know, if they have any bigger problems that you can solve. Hey, maybe it will force you to go out of your comfort zone a bit. Maybe um, one of the problems that are bigger in life is not something that you can fix or by yourself. But definitely, definitely, you know, if you listen then you might find some other problems that they have and that they feel, and maybe some of them are even more important in life. They are bigger, they are more significant, and fixing those will make the, your customer into a butterfly. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, explanation about how to be successful with problem solving. And now let's listen a little bit to the second lesson, which is a short lesson about the importance of being unique. Enjoy. Let's talk about the value of being original and about the value of providing high-end balloons to your customers. You remember when you started with balloons, how you got tons of compliments like, oh, this is the best balloons in the world. And you knew deep inside from watching all of those pictures on Facebook and so on, that it's not the best balloons in the world. And yet, you know, years have passed and you've practiced and you worked and you still, you're much better than before, but you still have a way to go. And that, your customer doesn't know that. Your customer just sees you and enjoy your art. Well, the, it, it sometimes makes you feel like no matter what level of balloons you provide, it's good enough. But that is not the case. When you're providing really high-end balloons that look amazing, people tend to talk more. People tend to feel the confidence in the balloons. People tend to uh, appreciate when the level of art is that high. So investing time in your designs and doing designs that are more elaborate and, and prettier that's important. The details matter, and your service is based on many, many details. I encourage you and I challenge you to take our designs and use them as is, but also to take our designs and your designs and change them and create an evolution. The evolution of balloon art depends on you on the time that you invest in playing, in changing the designs, in maybe taking one design and doing it in 160 or in 646s or in 350, or changing the color palette and playing with the, the colors, or even you know learning more designs that are fresh and trying them in the DFE, in the dance floor situation. So the value of being original is a value for you is the professionalism in you, but it is also a value for your customer. When people see something that is original, that is unique, that is of high-end value in terms of aesthetics, in terms of you know, how it is easy to use and fun, those people actually experience an entire experience altogether. They feel something that is mature. They feel something that is uh, just uh, creates emotions in them. I had situations where I'm looking at some of the things that I've made in a dance floor experience and I had tears in my eyes because I was so emotional about how pretty everything is. If you get to this level of excitement about your work, 
then the customers will get excited as well. So I encourage you to always try to challenge yourself and change your balloons and improve them because your customers will feel it and your customers will talk about you and will do the marketing for you. So always try to add something, to change something, to play with the balloons because if you want to charge appropriately to your um, business, you want to charge higher fees, you definitely need to make sure that you're also using original content. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed the second lesson from DFEB. Uh, give me some feedback if you want to hear more uh, free lessons from uh, the paid courses of the Balloon Artist College in audio format. That way you kind of can enjoy a taste of the courses. You can hear it for free while driving and your feedback is really important for me. Uh, you can contact me uh, in the email zivi at balloonartistcollege.com and also in the Facebook group Balloon Artist. See you guys next week when there will be an interview with Tina Junta. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 5, Chapter 6, The Tip Section. Today I want to recommend you a new app that just was released on iPhone. It's called Boomerang, B-O-O-M-E-R-A-N-G. And that's basically like the Boomerang for Gmail a plugin that was available online on Chrome, and that was a paid service. Um, but this uh, app is free, so I think they also have a version for Android. You'd need to check it out, basically Boomerang by Baydin, B-A-Y-D-I-N. And that uh, service of, you know, boomeranging, Boomerang for your email, it gives you basically two different uh, scenarios, that uh, two different uh, flows in your business that are really efficient, one of them is that you get an email and you don't want to handle that as a task right now. So you boomerang it to yourself. You basically send it to yourself like two days from now or one day from now or an hour from now. And the second scenario is where you have an email and you want to send it later to a customer. For example, like maybe you're uploading a video uh, um, that uh, you want to send to a customer. You already have the link of YouTube of what you want to send to the customer and you can like send it one hour from now and the video will finish to upload and to process and when the customer gets it, its email they will get it working so you don't need to think about it too much you just finish the job now and because of the send later feature you can save time and batch process your tasks another thing that I use the send later function for is when I uh, finish a job for, for a customer that is important for me I actually send them a later uh, email like three months from now sometimes even I send them three different emails so I finish the job I know everything that happened I tell them oh do you remember three months ago it was so much fun to, I don't know, to, to play with Timmy uh, with uh, hide and seek. I don't know. So, like, I give them information about the actual event and I send it later. I schedule it. And people remember me, like, uh, a year later and rebook me because of that uh, many, many times. So, sending later has now become a feature that is free on an iPhone and I think also on an Android 
So check it out, Boomerang by Baydin, Boomerang for Gmail. I hope you enjoy this tool. I know that I already enjoy it. And I will see you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. <laughs>